This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. It's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Look, before we hit the road, let me welcome my traveling partners, Jay White. He's tickled. I don't have a sound to make. Friday. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a hoo ha <laughs> like, like he does. I can't. Hoo-ha. That's Buster Rhymes. That was Buster Rhymes. Okay. It's from the heart. Right. (laughs) He's got us all in check. Gotcha. That was good. That was he threw it out there on time. Perfect. He threw it out there on time. Perfect. And the guy who you heard first is Kamel King. Welcome. (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. It's Friday. We're looking chipper today. We are. Would you like to know why? Why? (laughs) Because at the cascade ending of Black History Month. Jermaine uh, welcomed us all in today for a moment in black history. Uh-oh. As I was coming in, I saw her gingerly curling her hair in the office and spraying Palmer's cocoa butter air freshener around the office. So right now we have the ambiance of uh, you burning know, hair, co- coconut oil, and uh, <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> so as we close, don't throw the bus month, to the fragrance police. He now he, he's the trying workplace to be fragrance sweet. police will come he's around. He's trying to be sweet about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my curl. Yeah, he came in and he caught me with a full, a full hot, a hot curl hot in my hair. Yeah, hot iron, hot iron in my hair. <laughs> But it's quaffed perfectly. Right, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I try my best. Plus, it's a little damp out there today. Oh, gosh. I was trying to lay everything down. Look, we're going to have a great day today, other than my hair being the topic of discussion. (laughs) So today we're heading to Columbus to enjoy the sounds at the 7th Annual International Music by Women Festival. It's happening now through March 4th on the campus of Mississippi University for Women. We'll be sitting down with Department Chair and Professor of Music, Dr. Julia Mordakova. I got that right on the first try. Perfect. No access here before a final pit stop in Gulfport to check out drinks and eats at the annual Gulf Coast Beer and Bacon Fest. Mm-mm, good. Burn bacon. Now she came to me and she said, now they made a festival out of the best two things you could put together. Yes. And I immediately was like, now wait a minute, that's a that's a loaded statement. It Genius. is. It is. Genius. It what is. two single things in the world could you have put together to make the best festival? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. well, they're doing the Beer and Bacon Festival. I was like, you are a hundred percent correct mm-hmm. yes. they did take the two single things yeah and mm-hmm. make the best festival possible out mm-hmm. of two random words perfect yep. yep jay said i had him at and when i said beer and i know that's right he said that's but then here where comes bacon him. and you're like wait a minute I <laughs> wait. What? 
Where, How many where ways will they do this? Where bacon? will there be room for bacon? <laughs> Shall I see? Right. I'm rubbing my stomach now. Saturday, March 4th, that Beer and Bacon Fest is happening at the Hollywood Warehouse. And we'll be sitting down with event coordinator and director Catherine Smith. Plus, we'll also let you know what's happening around your neck of the woods. So let's go on and get started. Our first stop of the day again takes us to that seventh annual International Music by Women Festival happening now through March 4th on the campus. So before beer and bacon, we're going to get some culture. Is that what you're saying? That's okay. Wow. You got to do it right. I right. mean, in yeah. order. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, it's chaos. Right. I'm coming, Doc. Happening now through March 4th on the campus of Mississippi University for Women in Columbus. And in with us now to tell us more is Department Chair and Professor of Music, Dr. Julia Mordakova. Doc, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. And you're always a a joy, Doctor. Well, every event now they have, she'll be on. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Doc, thank you so much for listening to Next Stop Mississippi and for joining us on your favorite show. I just, I'm glad to have you here to talk about the Music by Women Festival and how is your week going so far? It's going wonderful. We have a full program this year. It's even bigger than last year. Uh, we have six concerts a day. So we started yesterday, but it's going today, and it will be going Saturday. Um, and we have six concerts. They're free and open to the public, 9 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 3 p.m., 5 p.m., and 8 p.m. So if you visit us on the W campus in our beautiful music building, Poindexter Hall, there will probably be a concert happening no matter when you show up. This is like the <laughs> marathon for concerts. I know that's right. I mean, they are that in there. Correct. You all are in there doing it, and that is just great. This is all again happening on the campus of the Mississippi University for Women in Columbus, Mississippi. Doc, talk about your involvement in the event and exactly what all goes into putting on something like this. Sure. So I was the founding director of the festival. It was my idea and I created it. And um, so essentially we do everything from scratch to finish, from planning it to uh, assessing all the submissions to doing things like, you know, setting up refreshments and flowers. Um, So it's a big event. We have about 250 people from all around the world that come to it. So, for example, last night at the reception, I was talking to a piano duo from Poland the country of Poland, and this morning I met some ladies from uh, University of Arizona, Arizona Flagstaff um, and talked to them, and then we have some people here from Oregon, from New Jersey, from you name it, really. Uh, it's, people are from everywhere, and these people are musicians of the highest caliber. They're music faculty at top conservatories and research universities. They are professional orchestral musicians. There are opera singers. We have some singers from the Metropolitan Opera in New York here. Um, so it's, it's really a wonderful, wonderful event. And um, while the performers are all genders, they're all performing music composed by women composers. And that is the goal of the festival, is to put women composers onto the concert stage. Right, now, right. Now, Dr. Mordakova, uh, you know, of course you said this is a creation and brainchild of your own. And when it came to you, uh, what made you say, you know what, we need to carve out a festival so that we can highlight the uh, composer from new and historic uh, uh, times, you know, women composers where there was a void before. What made you see this uh, as a void and that it needed to to uh, come to fruition? Well, 
That's an excellent question. I think because if you go to any concert right now, anywhere, you're not going to find a lot of women on the composer column part of the program. Mm -hmm. And that it continues to this day. And I've also, I've always said that the ultimate goal of the festival is not to have the festival because this wouldn't be an issue because you would go and it would be people of all genders on the program. But to this day, you see a lot of Walmart who are women, but you don't see composers. And some of these composers, the historic ones, they were immensely popular during their lifetime and were uh, treated as, as uh, with the same fame or even more than their male counterparts. And somehow history has magically erased them from history books, erased them from uh, education, erased them from the canon of pieces that are performed. And so I just think it, it's the right thing to do to bring these ladies back because they did achieve this, this status, this fame, and all the music was published, the form, and somehow it's, it, it just really, they, it vanished. And um, I, I think providing these opportunities for people who are no longer here and cannot advocate for themselves, but also advocating for women who may, may not have had a chance to have a career because they, they had families and, and couldn't focus on that, and now they have time, so maybe retired composers, independent composers, and young women. We have some... Uh, graduate students and some undergraduate students who who are programmed as part of this uh, festival as well. So giving everybody an opportunity to have their music heard, that is the ultimate goal. And I thought the W with its legacy of supporting women's education, women's leadership, was the first state-supported higher ed education institution in the country, founded in 1884. And of course, we're co-educational now, but this legacy lives on, and it's the perfect place to have something like this to support women composers. Right. That's nice. good. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. With it being the seventh annual, Doc, how long have you been with the event, and what's been maybe one of your favorite aspects? So that was my idea. I actually interviewed at the W, and I pitched this idea to the then president. Um, and, you know, at that point, everybody thought it was a great idea, but it took some years to come to fruition. So the first one we actually had was in 2017. So I've been involved from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. um, and and what was the other part of your question? No. What's your favorite aspect over the years of, of the event? The community of people. I call it a movement. We're not just a festival, we're a movement because people continue this work when they go back to their home institutions, when they have their own professional activities. They continue performing the music. And the, the festival serves as a, as a catalyst. People meet each other and they get inspired and they share information. They share pieces. Composers give people scores. Performers ask composers for scores. And so there are relationships and collaborations that are formed that continue. And one of the most favorite parts about the festival is every year, someone steps up. For example, in, in the previous years, we had a flute player who got sick and couldn't play, and I sent an email at 10 p.m. saying flute emergency. And by noon the next day on a concert, we had a flute player. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because people are so committed to That's this. They're good. willing to just jump in at the 11th hour to perform this music. And I think that only happens at this festival. It's very unique. And um, a big shout out to everyone who helps me run it, particularly my students. My student volunteers are doing all the stage crew registration. They're really kind of the heart of this. And that's another one of my favorite things is giving the students an opportunity to have a backstage view of a professional event, but also having them 
meet everybody and, and help them. And I, I think it's just it's just wonderful. Doctor, I got a quick question. You know, going back to the point of uh, what you were saying, the celebrated composers, you would barely see a, a woman mentioned in, uh, and honored in that way. Do you think that, you know, th- that systematically has happened to oppress the women composers out of uh, the recognition limelight? Or was it just a culture in uh, the industry and you are fighting to change that, that culture? I think it's probably a little bit of both because who wrote the history books up until now? It was mm-hmm. mostly men. Mm-hmm. And so they were kind of leaving, leaving people out. And there was a lot of, you know, men who were in charge of concert programs, maybe not the performers themselves, but whoever was in charge of um, making concerts. And it got to the point where you, you want to play a work by a woman composer, which, of course, I'm a big advocate of women composers. Myself as a pianist, so I perform a lot. And you talk to someone in charge of a concert, and they said, well, why can't you play some Beethoven or some Mozart? Why, why do you need to play this music? And I was like, well, I can't play Beethoven, Mozart, but I don't want to. I want to play this music. <laughs> but it's, it's almost like you have to justify it. Because for some reason, they get put into this box where their male counterparts do not. For example, Frederick Chopin is a really famous piano composer, and he was a part of the Salon culture in the 19th century. Well, so all these other women composers, like Cecil Chaminade, and Cecil Chaminade is always, oh, well, she's a Salon composer, but this is why we don't need to program her. But my argument is that so was Chopin, and somehow he left the Salon, and she never did, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why, why is this, this, this kind of, it, 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 it's an injustice, it's total discrimination, and when people hear the music, they go, oh, wow, that was an amazing work. And I'm sitting here going, yes, of course it is. <laughs> and yeah. it was, and people knew it at the time. But for some reason, yes, people are being kept out. And this is, I mean, it's not just in music. There are hidden figures in everywhere, uh-huh. in, in every aspect of our lives. But it is an injustice, and until it's rectified, and until it, it's not even a discussion as to why do you want to play this composer, why do we need to justify playing this composer? Yes, mm-hmm. great composer who was... <laughs> Don't I know that's right, Doc. Don't make me amen in here, Doc. <laughs> Tell him, Doc. Don't make me amen. And then you mentioned hidden figures. I was about to holler there because I was like, you know, that was a whole movie about women, though, right? So yeah, that's exactly yeah, that's what I'm referring to. That is exactly it. And the, the the reason that this is really problematic is because as an educator, I'm a college professor. I'm really concerned with my women students having role models, mm-hmm. right? And how are they going mm-hmm. to have role models if they never hear their music or hear about them in their history classes? That's so right. you as a composer are sitting there going like, well, maybe I can't compose because I'm a girl because I don't know any. And I hear this story over and over and over again from people as young as, you know, the generation. As one of my students said this to me a few years ago before, you know, she got into composition, she said, I don't know if I can do it because I'm a girl. And I was like, there's a composer, Karl Schumann in Germany, who's famous, uh-huh. who was saying the same thing in the 19th century. Why does this keep happening? Yeah. We, we have to get these people out there just so people can know, yes, someone like me can do this. And, and it's not just, I mean, for composers, you can give me all that soapbox now. For example, band directors. <laughs> I've met so many girls, young girls right now, who don't think they can be band directors because they don't know any women mm-hmm. band directors. Mm-hmm. Of course, at the W, our band director is a woman, Jenkins and Garen, she's wonderful. But it is just so sad that to this day, this culture persists of women not seeing other, other women in these positions and thinking, maybe I can't do it either. And that is not right. Yeah, stay stay on your soapbox, Doc. You, you, you don't have to get off. I know that's right. You don't exactly. have to get off because that's what we're here for, the Music by Women Festival. And, of course, you know, if if, if they can do it, we can do it. And so uh, if it's 
if it's Mozart or if it's if it's Beethoven, it's the same, you know, played the same way um, coming from women versus men. So I just love that. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Look, talk about now you've got me a little bit intrigued. Talk about the repertoire that you all have set up. Is it does it include any Beethoven or Mozart or what does it include? (laughs) No, it's it's all worked by women. But you will have women who were their contemporaries Mm -hmm. and who, you know, who lived who lived alongside with them and then worked alongside them. And it's, it's a very eclectic mix. We have. Uh, as I mentioned, historic works going back to 19th century. I believe that's a very big old this this season, going all the way forward to works that were written this past year, um, in in 22, literally. And it's it's we have a mixture of various chamber groups. So it may be so at this previous con- actually there's a concert happening right now. So at this concert, for example, there's a piano duet. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a flute piano duo. There was a clarinet, bassoon, piano duo, solo piano, solo cello. Uh, last night there was a lot of voice. Uh, there's there's going to be some percussion later on. So it's it's just all kinds of different instrument combinations uh, performing. And in every concert we try to program historic music as well as more modern sounding music. So you kind of see a broad range of um, you know everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything you can imagine. Yeah, that's good stuff. I love that. I love the whole repertoire. And of course, um, by it being pushed by women, it's it's so great. And of course, you mentioned it earlier. It doesn't just include women. It includes um, people from every single background and walk of life. So um, it's just a really, really good event. So the concert and the events will be live streamed as well, Doc? That is correct. Thank you for that. They are live streamed on our YouTube channel, which is Music by Women Festival YouTube channel. And the entire schedule is of events is on our website at www.muw.edu slash music by women. And on that link, when you see the whole schedule, there's also a link to that YouTube channel. So you could click right on it and join us even now and watch it live. And also between the concerts, we have lecture recitals and papers running. So those are academic presentations where people will perform some samples of the works mm. and actually talk about the composers, talk about the pieces, talk about the history. So it's, it's, it's very interesting stuff, yeah. uh, those lectures as well. Yeah. It's good for the ears. It's some good, some good oral, oral party to have right there. You got the music and then you've got the lectures. Talk about, before um, we get off with you, talk about the support that you all are receiving from the Mississippi Arts Commission and yeah. the National Endowment for the Arts. Thank you so much for that. We are so grateful for the support of the Mississippi Arts Commission and National Endowment for the Arts. Uh, they award us a, a project a grant to help uh, defray the cost of this festival. And through that grant, we're able to provide a collaborative pianist for all those singers and various players that come who come to us from New York City. Jonathan Levin, he's wonderful. Um, so we are so grateful for that support. And we're also very grateful for the support of Columbus Convention and Visitors Bureau because they provide us wonderful gifts and bags for all of our visitors who come to us from, as I mentioned, all over the world. So we really roll out the red carpet for everyone here who comes to Columbus, and I think our state is presented in a very great light, and we're very, very proud of that. And all the participants are very grateful, not just for the event, but for the hospitality and, and the royal treatment that they receive here. We have receptions, we have refreshments, we have shuttles, you know, we have all the things, uh, because we really want everyone to to welcome and come back, and actually most people do. <laughs> right. I would, definitely. And all the festival concerts are free and open to the public, so that's nice. just the cherry on top there, Doc. That is correct. Please join us. Please join us. As I said, 9 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 3 p.m., 5 p.m., 8 p.m., 
if you come here, there will probably be a concert going on, and uh, you will love it. I promise right. you. And if you cannot that. join us, join the live stream on the YouTube channel, which is Music by Women Festival. Right, right. Great okay, going. that's some good stuff, Doc. So the YouTube channel will live stream this again. These, um, this festival and the concerts, they're free and open to the public. And if you need more information, that's going to be muw.edu forward slash music by women. Doctor Mordakova, thank you so much for joining us here on Next Stop Mississippi and letting us know more about the Music by Women Festival. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And the live streams will remain up, so if you cannot join us live, you'll be able to watch them at a later date whenever it's convenient for you. Okay. That's, that's what I'm talking about. On demand. There you go. <laughs> On demand. <laughs> Doc, thank you again. Thank you. I'm Jermaine Flood, along with my traveling partners. <laughs> Jay White and Kamel King. Yes. We're back, y'all. We are back. We're back. Visiting Mississippi all around. Right. Music for Women Festival. That's great. They're going to be up there having a jam. They're Dr. Gonna... Mordakova always has that energy, <laughs> and she puts the play together. She does. Yeah. She does. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I love the whole empowerment of it all. Exactly. So. Exactly. Good stuff. Well, I know Kamel asked her about the music. He opened up a vein right there. <laughs> she said, well, you want to know? Let right. me tell you she what sure I think did. about it. She knew. Sure did. That's she right. Knew. And she I knew. wanted to know what she thought you, about you, it. You uh, struck a chord <laughs> with hey, her. walk out of here. <laughs> Leave right now. <laughs> what note was that chord? No. Oh, now you have. <laughs> ladies that's, and gentlemen, I'll be hosting this show on my own for yes. the rest of the segment <laughs> due to the deflation of jokes. <laughs> we can just let it go down like that. <laughs> it's too funny. Well, here's what's happening around your neck of the woods. Since you talked about my hair, Camille. I talked about the, the frying of the hair. The hair looks fine. <laughs> the 2023 Jackson Natural Hair Expo is going to be held um, tomorrow from 10 a.m. until uh, 1700 hours is 5 p.m. That's 5 p.m. There you yes, go. Ma'am. Thank There's you. Military time. <laughs> I had to talk that out. Wow. Wow. <laughs> until 5 p.m. at the Mississippi Trademark Center. <laughs> Subtract 12. I always remember that. Oh, no. That's <laughs> that's math. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jay just taught me my nine times tables the other day. Goodness I, I gracious. Will, I will make that admission. Shout out to your school. What was that again? Wingfield Say High School. South Say Jackson. it loud. Raymond Wingfield, Road. you're proud. That's right. Northwest Rankin High School. They need school. to reel you back in for a, a touch up. You know how you do it at the body shop? You need a little touch up. Ay, ay, ay. I, I don't need it right now. Hey, look. Hey, she went to a Rankin County school. My wife went to a Madison County school. I went to a Jackson public school. Me too. So every time I get over on one of them two educationally, we I make sure it. to remind them yes. that I went to a Jackson public school. You yes. Know, we don't get to... We don't get to spike the ball in the end zone a whole lot. Boom. But y'all learn math. <laughs> well, you know, Murrah, APAC. Packing it in. This is going to be good stuff, though. Um, this is Mississippi's largest natural hair expo, which my hair is natural for sure. Um, the, the humidity told me this mm. morning. 
And they are super excited to bring you the best in Mississippi vendors, training masterclasses, awards, and fashion. Um, this has attracted vendors, guests, and celebrities from across the country with a special guest appearance this year from world-renowned celebrity stylists and um, a friend of mine, Jay Bolin. And there's going to be others there as well. So he is a celebrity stylist to the stars. That's right. He has styled everybody. He sure he has. Just Shout out to him. Came from one of the award things. He was somewhere. He's always at the awards. He's always at the awards doing something. So congratulations to him and congratulations to Jackson Natural um, Hair Expo for, for hosting him. They'll also have a fashion show with Valencia Beeman, the House of Aura um, in Canton, Mississippi. And they will have Jackson Natural Hair Awards that will announce the winners of the best Mississippi, the best of Mississippi natural hair care. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I like my stylist. They're, they're my winners. I know that's right. For, for and your stylist is you <laughs> well, this morning. Meantime in between time. It I is. know that's right. It's the me. Touch up. Right. It's me. It's the touch up. Meantime <laughs> in between time. But again, that's the 2023 Jackson Natural Hair Expo tomorrow, 10 a.m. until 5 p.m. at the Mississippi Trade Mart Center right there at 1207 Mississippi Street in Jackson. Okay, so the next event that we've got coming up is the Henry Armstrong Boxing Class uh, Classic. That'll be Saturday, March 4th, 6 p.m. until 10 p.m. I love boxing. Um, Mm -hmm. At the James M. Trotter Convention Center in Columbus, Mississippi. Top talent now from the Southeast Powerhouse Boxing Teams are scheduled to fight it out in honor of one of the best boxers in history. This is Columbus Born. Here, right in the state, Henry Armstrong. Um, they're featuring amateurs and professionals. Um, also featuring Dion, the Equalizer, Nicholson, the Equalizer, and Dustin, the Big Worm. You thought you was ahead. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Bigworm Nichols. Um, this again is going to be happening at the James M. Trotter Convention Center in Columbus, Mississippi. That's the Henry Armstrong Boxing Classic, Saturday, that's, March fourth. You can have you a Beauty and the Beast Day in Columbus. There you go. Get you some at the W, get you some oh, culture, yeah. and mm-hmm. then go over here and watch these guys hit, each other, hit each other in the face. Yeah. And like you said, get the culture first. Right. Yeah. I mean, leaving a boxing That's match. It's a Beauty and the Beast day. Or getting beer and bacon and then going to yeah. see Dr. Mordakova, you may not, you you're know, not, you're w- not going to sit down right. Yeah. You got to sit down to watch these shows. <laughs> you're right about that. Sit down. <laughs> you just ain't going to sit right. Right. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. I wish I could be a boxer, so that's that's why I like that. Event <laughs> no, right you there. are a boxer. I, 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 you is a boxer. I, we're not talking about that. Okay. Today, but I, I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this will be good. You know, culture and then fun and then get your head together. The 2023 Virtual Mental Health and Wellness Day at the Capitol will be happening this coming Tuesday, March 7th, 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. This event is brought to you by NAMI Mississippi and the Mississippi Department of Mental Health. Um, this includes personal stories, speakers, and other activities. Hosts include NAMI Mississippi, again, the, the Mental Health Association of South Mississippi, the Mississippi Department of Mental Health, Families as Allies, and the Association of Mississippi Peer Support Specialists. Um, there is an RSVP, and you can get more information about this um, on our website, on our community calendar. Again, that's Mental Health and Wellness Day at the Capitol. It's an online event. So you don't have to come out anywhere, but that's 
that's happening Tuesday, March 7th, 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. That's good stuff to get you back together. And then finally, Explore, Discover, Grow Days are back. MPB is welcoming all homeschools, daycares, and families to join us for those Explore, Discover, Grow Days. The next one will be this coming Thursday, March 9th, 10 a.m. until 12 p.m. right here at Mississippi Public Broadcasting, 3825 Ridgewood, Ridgewood, Ridgewood Road. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that out. Had to be there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) During this in-person program, they will watch an episode of PBS Kids Work It Out at Wombats and participants will engage in educational learning centers, learn computational thinking skills, and receive PBS learning media resources. This is geared towards pre-K to six years old. There is a maximum of 25 students per school and or center, and this is an in-person event. Again, that's Mississippi Public Broadcast Explore, Discover, Grow Days. That'll be happening Thursday, March 9th, 10 a.m. until 12 p.m. Now, you nice. also got the uh, Oxford Film Fest number 20. Yes, that's right. That's going on through the end of the weekend. That's right. In Oxford, that's a huge, huge deal every year. Yes, it is. Shout out to them. I just talked to Nina Paris, uh, our film office director. I know she's out there right now representing supporting from Visit Mississippi. It's a big, the big deal. The yes, square, it is. It's all over town. And it's a whole bunch of the Hattiesburg Craft Beer Festival is going on this weekend. So if you're going south towards the south part of the state, that's a big deal going mm-hmm. on down in Hattiesburg. Nice. Yeah. That's good stuff. And uh, More beer. Jermaine, you got, uh, <laughs> you got some of your some of your blood runs back through uh, Vicksburg and Warren County, right? That's correct. You got the run through history that's happening at the uh, Vicksburg National oh, Military yeah. Park. It's the 44th annual one of these. A 10K wow. run and a 5K walk. And uh, if you go to runthroughhistory.org, you can see all the information about the event. Let's and uh, the weather tomorrow in Vicksburg is 69 and sunshine. So it sounds mm. like about the best running weather, if there is such a thing. Uh, if there is such a thing. It sounds about as good as it could possibly be. So it'll be about <laughs> 70 and sunshiny tomorrow in Vicksburg. And you can run through the park and see a whole ton of history there. So yeah. put on by the Vicksburg Y. It's, it's the best weather to run and learn in. There's going to be monster trucks in Tunica. At one place, there's going to be monster trucks. and I, I just saw this other event. There's going to be monster trucks in another part of the state, too. I have to, Got to, to keep it country. Right? <laughs> we love uh, trucks around here. Trucks around here. We That's do right. love trucks around here. We do love Big it. trucks. It's good stuff. Tupelo. The, the, at the Cadence Bank Arena in Tupelo, there's going to be one monster truck tour there. There's going to be one in Tunica, uh, a, a different monster truck. Uh, the, in Tunica, it's on the 4th. Uh, Tupelo. On the 5th. So okay. that's Sunday. Okay. Good stuff. There's more events that's happening around your neck of the woods, people. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. Good mm-hmm. stuff. So I hope you had your pen and paper out. If not, you can just visit our community calendar. And there's and way more stuff than that going on. Yeah. I ain't even mm-hmm. talking about the people singing around Mississippi this Sang. weekend, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, good. We're, we're, we're a state that has things going on all the time. Yes, that's right. And we're here to cover all of that. We are. Or at least as much as we can. In an hour. <laughs> In an hour. <laughs> and I'm super excited because we're checking out Drinks and Eats at the annual Gulf Coast Beer and Bacon Fest. Say it again. Drinks and Eats. No, not that part. Oh, 
annual Gulf Coast Beer and Bacon Fest. That's it. All right. Yeah. In Gulfport. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. We are having a ball today, and it has not stopped yet. Because in with us now to tell us more about the annual Gulf Coast Beer and Bacon Fest. That's the Beer and Bacon Fest. I was about to do it for you. <laughs> That's the Beer and Bacon Fest on the Gulf Coast benefiting Mississippi heroes. There is a point. Mm. to this festival happening this Saturday, March 4th at the Hollywood Warehouse in Gulfport. And in with us right now is event coordinator, director. She's just everything for this event, Catherine Smith. Catherine, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Hello, thank you for having me. Catherine, you're the genius behind this brand. She she Mm. is. I am. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds so calm too to be putting on an event. I like, like the way you just self-proclaimed yourself as a genius to be putting on an event <laughs> like this. So, Catherine, I am just so glad that you're able to be on with us to yes. let us know more about it. Where did you birth the, this brainchild of an event mm-hmm. from? Um, honestly, we started as the Wild West. And we kind of progressed into a beer tasting event, and then uh, it just needed something else. And I'm like, what goes good with beer? And bacon just popped up, and it's just kind of grown from there. And it's just such a fun event, and everybody loves it. Right. How many years has this been happening now? Um, as the Beer and Bacon Fest, it's this is the fourth year. Of Beer and Bacon Fest. Mm-hmm. Yes. How has the turnout been over the years? Uh, we sell out every year. Um, so we, we've grown, we, we kind of maxed out our capacity at this location, but it's a super cool location. They build movie sets and movie props. So, um, it's just a cool place and we love the location. We sell out every year and everybody has a great time. Of course. Yes, With indeed. a name like Beer and Bacon Fest, it's going to <laughs> I mean, sell out. I'd like to talk about the different ways you do bacon. And there are like 40 breweries or, or more that come, right? Yeah, uh, Yeah. so we have um, FEB Distributing and Mitchell Distributing, and they each bring 10 uh, breweries that represent them. And then we have local brew pubs, and we even have some home brewers coming. Mm, mm. Those home brewers, that's a wild bunch right there. I know a few from, from Round Rankin County. Yeah, I'll bet you do. I don't know if they got from a, a business. From a family of bootleggers. I was going to say, I don't know if they got a business license, but... <laughs> They Don't are, mention them they're brewing name. at the home. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a great time. Yes, yeah. this sounds so cool. So not only, here, get this, not only is it showcasing beer and bacon, but also chocolate and cocktails. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> what? I'm telling you. <laughs> mm. Are well, they dipping the like beer in, I mean, now. the beer, I'm confusing everything. Are they dipping the bacon in chocolate? <laughs> I don't know why I want it all. <laughs> well, we kind of started out with beer and bacon, and then we kind of expanded to chocolate, just because not everybody likes bacon. Um, and then our restaurants wanted to do cocktails, so we do a, um, a people's choice for best cocktail, best brew, best chocolate, and then we give away a golden ticket for best bacon. Wow. Man, best bacon does deserve a golden ticket. It really does. What well, does um, there's specific criteria for the World Food Championship, so we're actually a qualifying Ooh, event. It's a real, a wow. real competition. World, the World Food Championships. World, wow. yeah, it's a real thing. That's um, amazing. Uh, yeah. Chefs can actually win a hundred thousand dollars. Sheesh. Oh, oh. Sheesh. Okay. Let's <laughs> change the narrative. So folks are out there trying real hard to make the best possible bacon. So you're getting like 
people's creativity and everything else. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that, it's it's so much fun. Yeah, it's just not regular bacon you make in the morning on a Saturday morning. This is, this oh. is serious bacon. <laughs> yeah, it's um, and sometimes people that like we have chocolate covered bacon. Yes, I knew it. Um, yeah, they'll put bacon in different dishes. Um, we actually have just bacon this year because people have asked for just bacon, so we're having someone cook up just bacon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. I love the whole bacon idea. I'm I'm a bacon lover. Um, <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about maybe your favorite bacon that you've tasted over the years at the event. Is there a, a, a thinness? Teriyaki bacon. Is there a thinness or is there a thickness? Right. Is there a sweetness? Is there a savoriness? Like, what is your favorite? I love talking you know, about bacon. You know, I'm a, I'm a bacon lover me too. in general, so it's all <laughs> good. Indulge um, me, Catherine. Actually, Indulge me. Yeah. We, now, we do have, um, and the thing is, everybody brings something a little different each year. Um, so we have somebody actually making their own baking this year. Um, wow. So they have the quarter of the pig or the slab of the pig and they're actually making their own bacon for the dish that they're bringing so it's good stuff right look the you know the line is short at the turkey bacon line <laughs> right. i'm the only one over Camilla there like, standing. Can I get a little turkey bacon? I mean, <laughs> come on right in sir there's no line there's no line over here yeah. <laughs> now, we did actually have um a, a vegan bacon one year um Unfortunately, um, they they um, went out of business during the pandemic. But we we take all bacon and we try to give a variety for everybody. And it's just it's a little bit of fun for everybody. And we have great music and the atmosphere is just phenomenal. Yeah, chicken bacon. I want to try some chicken bacon. Does that even <laughs> exist, Kamal? I don't know. Now you just you just making stuff I'm sure up. It does. You're just making it up. Tell me about the support and the turnout, especially like Kamel was saying, with the 40 breweries, the brew pubs, the restaurants, the bakeries, the food trucks. How 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 blessed are you that the turnout is what it is year after year at this event? Um, Yeah, we're we're very blessed. Um, It's it's definitely a lot of work and we try to give a lot of love back to our participants. So it's a win win. Um, but we, we could not do it without the support of um, our breweries, Mitchell and, and FEB, our local restaurants, Island V Casino, Visit Mississippi. Mm. Like, it's just growing every year, and all that support goes back to the nonprofit, and we're just very thankful, very blessed. Right, right. That's good stuff. I love that. I love it. I love it. Now, talk about the nonprofit, Mississippi Heroes. What is that, and why is it so important that people come out to this event to help support that? Um, so Mississippi Heroes' mission is to celebrate everyday family, professional, and community caregivers. Um, we started out with just family, and those are the, the people that take care of loved ones, and a lot of them never leave their house. So we go mm-hmm. in, and we give them a little bit of love, and we give them some you know, gift certificates and um, just whatever they, they want. We send them on ship island, boat excursions, mm-hmm. um, you know, dinner at the rack house, massage at Island View. There's just so many things that these people never get to do because they're, they're home and they never get to leave their house and they don't have any support. So, you know, the, the mission that we have is, is very important in the mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. and it's been very well received. It's growing. Um, we've actually done it for the past 
couple years um, without a staff, but we're looking at building a staff and and just even growing larger and supporting more people. Right. That is such a great point. I, I think of uh, the way my mother, after she retired, uh, you know, and moved in with my grandmother and now my grandmother uh, lives with, with my parents, but just how she dedicated her entire life, you know, and of course uh, my dad, her husband, then he dedicates his whole life. And then, he, so you, everybody gets involved mm-hmm. and you're right. I mean, something like this to commemorate, to give you something to do, to let you know we're thinking about you mm-hmm. for those yes. who actually take care of the ones who, you know, were in front of them. And now, you know, cause people don't do that all the time. Now yeah. that's not the same tradition and sentiment is taking care of your mother, your father, your grand people, the way they took care of you. I they told, just throw them right. In the I hall. told my mama, I'll slap her on my back and told her down. I know that's I'll right. Tell, wherever that's I go, right. wherever right. I go, she, she's right there. So shout out to yeah. Gloria King. And shout out to Ruby Williams. That's right. <laughs> she's a people choice awardee. <laughs> shout out to those mamas and, and the caregivers that are helping every Everybody out there, how's it? When do you ever get to see the look on their face when they go or or receive these um these things that that yeah. you've put together? Do you ever get to see that? Um, we we do sometimes. Sometimes we get some pictures, but we do so um, for our reveals. They're surprised that so we go in like at McMahon with balloons and goodie bags, and we surprise them, and we get to see that initial reaction and we get to hear words from the people that nominated them Mm -hmm. and it's just a very um it's a very uplifting and wonderful it's just wonderful to see right right just amazing so if you can ever experience one they're just they're beautiful Right. That's good stuff. Talk about the support of your sponsors and especially when it deals with Visit Mississippi being some of that support. Talk about Hello. those that support um, that you've been receiving over the years at this event. Um, you know, we just we love the support um, as we grow Mississippi Heroes. We're trying to, you know, get everybody partnered together so that um, our sponsors can see firsthand the efforts that we're doing mm-hmm. and they can be more part of it um, because we can keep doing more stuff. Um, we can keep doing more stuff and hold on one sec. I got somebody. <laughs> this is an event. Don't forget. <laughs> uh, no. She is in, in, in mode of Put working. Put us on speakerphone. <laughs> Put us on speakerphone. We want to make decisions with you, Catherine. <laughs> um but yeah, yes, so we want that piece. Yes, yes, that bacon. That bacon. That bacon. <laughs> and that beer. <laughs> Take it over there. But we, we really love the the support and the restaurants are just very <clears throat> they're just awesome. Um and the breweries are awesome and all our sponsors are awesome and everything that we do is growing. So we just get to spread more love. We're doing a conference in November and we um, were doing monthly luncheons now, and we had um, 50 caregivers at our last luncheon, and we've been able to give them, um, we try to give them respite vouchers so if they need a break. Um, but we also celebrate nurses and first responders, and, you know, we're just really trying to spread a lot of love in the community. That's good stuff. It's been so good talking with you, Catherine, and I want to, if if I could get to the Gulf, to Gulfport, to the Gulf Coast. I want to come one yes. year to the Beer and Bacon Festival. Well, it's the first Saturday every March, so mark your calendar for next year. That's good stuff. Can you let our listeners know where they can go for more information? 
Yeah, they can go to the website. It's gcbeerbaconfest.com. All right. Um, make sure. No, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, and if they want more information on Mississippi Heroes, it's Mississippi spelled out, heroes, H-E-R-O-E-S dot org. That's good stuff. Catherine, thank you again for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All yes. right. Oh, we're back. Oh, I like that. You, I'm, I'm taking a little page out of your book. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded good. Make noise for a long time. <laughs> That's my technique. That's the way I've done it my whole life. Make a noise for a long time. (laughs) But a joyful noise. He makes a joyful noise. He does something. something. I've gotten through life like that, guys. He's going to do something That's for how I get through time. my exams. He does. I mean, you can make a like a a mixtape. <laughs> oh, my co- Just Kamel cuts of him making sounds that aren't words or really anything, just it different comes from sounds. The heart. It comes from my intellect. We, do, we, do need, we need a super cut of, uh, of him just we making sounds. Just Don't burn your brain cells trying to put that together. I'm telling you. I can I could just go to any episode and listen and find one. <laughs> that would be kind of neat. Uh, um, thanks, Jay, for that idea. Absolutely. And I You're will full use of that. ideas, Jay, are full of something. If you, you would like to about. hear, if you would like to hear that, um, tune in next Friday at 10 a.m. and you will be able to hear that that real that sound. Remix. That remix of sound. That sizzle reel. Supercut. Right. The Kamel Supercut. Super <laughs> okay, let's talk about a couple more events happening around everybody's neck of the woods. So this one is fun because it's Lego Club registration and I'm a Lego fiend. Are you? You Did you not see all the Lego the, in my office? The mastermind time that you have to put into doing that. I just finished the grand piano. Really? Bam. I'm serious about this. You are. Now, I can't do it off top of the head. I have to have the directions in front of me, but I'm serious well, yeah. Lego wow. fan. Wow. I'm a serious Lego fan. So they're having Lego Club registration tomorrow, Saturday, March 4th at 1 p.m. at Warren County Vicksburg Public Library. Of course, it's in Vicksburg. It's a piece Back of where me. your family goes through. Oh, right. That's before, a piece of me. After Lego you go capital. running. <laughs> after you go running in the morning at the park. Right, and then it's time to Dude, put together right. some Lego we, sets. Not we should charge like it. package rates for these. <laughs> I'm telling you, for these vacation weekends we're putting together <laughs> for people. We yeah. got people that going is to Columbus. Romantic, right there. Run and do Lego. Well, from not, I don't know about that run part. Uh, well, at least you le- do Legos is romance for me. <laughs> at least you got something planned for all the kids. You right. let them run around and then take them to the Legos. No, you'd be like, do not touch that. You about to mess it up. <laughs> You're so silly. This is for a new group of creatives to express their imagination through building with Legos. They meet the first Saturday of each month, and um, this will be ending in May. This is intended for everybody. Mm. If you're, a, they call them a falls. That's adult fan of Lego. Okay, yeah. So Whoa. if you're an A-Fall or if you're a child fan of Lego, they want all y'all. No, what's that acronym? Um, I don't know. C-Fall? There you go. Bam, she had it for you. <laughs> that was quick. That was quick. There are 30 spots. She went to spots, Northwest Rankin. Right. There are 30. I know letters. There are 30 <laughs> spots available. <laughs> so I'll have this up um, in our community calendar this afternoon so you can get more information oh, about falls that. sea falls out there. Hey, Johnny Mathis is coming Johnny, to, that's Bo, right. to the Beau Rivage in Biloxi. He will be there tomorrow. This is a lot going on this weekend. Mm-hmm. He will be there tomorrow, March 4th at 8 p.m. Name one Johnny Mathis song, Jay. Okay. Okay. Um, and that again I is going on that one. 
Beauregard. He is referenced in uh, a hidden track on a on Stone Temple Pilots' second album. Purple. He's the coolest. I do know look, that. Though. I know what he looks like. I may not have. You guys now. I Trace sure. Atkins. A lot of people know Trace Atkins. He's a, a more recent country music star. Johnny Mathis is an old school country guy. Trace Atkins is a newer star, and he's going to be uh, at an event in Mississippi this weekend as well. Mm. He's that guy. He talks real low like this. Oh, okay. I think I kind of made this sound kind of like all the country music. Does jo- Johnny sounds like that too, doesn't he? Kind of. See, I opened myself up with that one. Now, Trace Atkins is going to be uh, <laughs> at the, uh, the Pearl River Resorts uh Convention Center in Philadelphia. So that's okay. a 21 plus event because that's going to be on a casino ground. So in, in Philadelphia, there. So 21 plus to see Trey okay. Atkins. All right. Mm, well, that mm, sounds mm. good. Look, I want to preview this before the end. Um, we are going on the road. Yes. We, as a trio, are going on the road. And our first stop will be at a pickleball tournament. So we'll give you more information about that next week. Next week, you're really going to want to tune in. I've got a few. i got a big sleeves on, and I'm looking in them. And there's something up in there. Whoa. Something up in that sleeve. Goodness gracious. So 10 a.m. next week. We have had a great time, and we want to thank you for riding shotgun with us today. And thank today's guests, Dr. Julia Mordakova and Catherine Smith, for joining us to find out more info about these and other events. Visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org and click the community tab for those Mississippi events. If you have an event, you can upload it directly to our calendar or email it to events at mpbonline.org. I know you got one in your pocket. Next Stop Mississippi is a production of MPB Think Radio for Kamel King. Ah, my noisemaker. Oh, Desai. And Jay White, I'm Jermaine Flood. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip here on on Next Stop Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.